Welcome to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast, and I'm your host, Derek L. Calhoun. KIP, for short, brings you an exclusive look at the nature of humanity as we interface with culture and society in and out of our relationship with God. It explores the unique and contrasting position of having a biblical worldview versus a secular or societal worldview. I will explore these topics using the powerful and dynamic tools of the didactic narrative, teaching a relevant truth through storytelling, biblical exposition, teaching Bible principles, and of course, real talk. My background scans a diversity of over 35 years of work in education, government, law, ministry, business development, and consulting, respectively. Each guest speaker will bring a variety of wisdom and insight to life topics and situations that we encounter on a daily basis. So all I need you to do now as listeners is to sit back and enjoy the podcast, spread the word about KIPP, the Kingdom Influencing Podcast, and I will be your host, Derek L. Calhoun. That's hashtag KIP, hashtag KIP. Help me to make KIP your favorite Friday podcast. Now, let's get started. Hello, world. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Uh, I'm not sure what time of day it is where you are and where you're listening, but I thank God for you. Thank God for the opportunity to speak into your lives. Welcome all the kingdom influencers. Thank you for sharing uh, this podcast around the world and uh, throughout uh, the United States of America. I appreciate you guys so very, very much. Today's topic is very simple. Uh, It's a topic that generates much discussion, a topic that uh, sometimes, and depending on the venue, generates negative discussion. But I'm going to speak from my vantage point and from my perch, and hopefully it will help some of you. So the topic today is simply, what is the church? What is the church? Uh, The church in the Greek form is called the ecclesia, uh, the called out. It is a group of people that have been called out, a group of people that have been called out. So then the church is not a building. The church is not a building. And I believe the pandemic has helped us to reimagine the church because we have not been able to go to church for many, many months. And then many of us who are attending church are in a reduced service that allows for social distancing and allows for small groups of people to gather um, every other week, uh, different portions of the church together in the church so that they at least get an opportunity to come back into the house of the Lord and worship together. However, what has been reimagined during this time is really the original intent of God's heart. Most have discovered with little, uh, the little effort that we are the church. This is, this is the thing that has to come into the knowledge and the insight of people that the church is not a building again it's us with the church so people make up the church and certain days of the week we gather and we go into a building that we call the church but one 
church is alive and the other church is just a building. But it's just a building if the people don't gather in it to worship God. So this is a biblical mandate and I'm going to read a little bit from Hebrews, the book of Hebrews 24, 25. And let us take thought of how to spur one another on to love and good works. Listen to this, not abandoning our own meetings, our gatherings, our assembling together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging each other. And even so, because you see the day drawing near as we see the last days coming, as we see the negative uh, impact that um, society has on itself because we're literally impacting ourselves the the, the racism that we see in our country uh, the uh, abuse of authority that we see in our country the uh, children being uh, kidnapped and used in uh, what uh, unseemly ways just unseemly ways human trafficking around the world uh, people just being disenfranchised uh, through caste systems and racism and and uh, uh, just a number of, of ways that uh, people are looked at. It could be about the color of their skin. It could be about their religious preference. It, there's just so many ways that we see people being marginalized in the earth today. I, I can't even talk about all of the different distinguishing factors. But the point of the matter is we the church are gathering in the midst of this to pray, to help each other, to build each other up, and even to bless the society that is around us. But we need to have a common thought. We need to have a common thread uh, that goes through our psyche to help us be better than who we are. So let me say this. The podcast and other digital platforms like blogs and vlogs are supplemental. My podcast or no podcast uh, cannot take the place of the local church assembly. We are simply supplemental material. We are adding in. We are helping, but we are not by any stretch of the means to take the place of your local pastor or your local church. And so I implore you, if you have one, to be an active part of that body, even if you guys are still online, to be actively engaged and listening to your pastor Listen to the messages that come from your local assembly so that you can continue to be involved in what God is doing. There are certain things that happen when people gather together in the local church that don't happen at any other time and probably won't happen in your bedroom. One of the things I'll read from Acts chapter 2, it says, On the day of Pentecost, all believers were meeting together in one place. Suddenly there was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a wind, a mighty windstorm, and it filled the house where they were sitting, the sound of a, a mighty rushing wind. Then what looked like flames of tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them, and everyone was present, was filled with the Holy Spirit, and began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them the ability. Now, does this happen all the time that people gather? No. But what I'm trying to illustrate is that there are powerful moves of God that happen when people come together 
and worship their God. I remember, uh, I want to say some 25, maybe 30 years ago, I guess I'm telling my age, oops, uh, but uh, I remember being at a church. As a matter of fact, I was preaching that particular day. It was at uh, the Mount Ephraim Baptist Church on 203 in Maryland. And uh, this particular day, I started off the, 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 the singing and the, the worship. It, it just crescendoed into this move of God that caused me not to preach because the presence of God was so thick in the building, it totally altered the service. People were crying, and I'm not talking about tears of, of pain, but tears of joy. There was literally live confession, which I had never heard before, where people were saying things about their life to God publicly that probably would have not been said in any other environment, but this particular environment and on this particular day, something happened in that church that caused us to lose sight of time, to lose sight of place, but just to recognize that there is a God who's greater, bigger, more loving, kinder. Uh, I mean, it, it's just hard to describe. It's just, it was, a, it was an out of church experience, if you will. And to this day, I carry it in my heart as one of the uh, linchpins of me understanding that God is real. I mean, at this particular point in my life, between the personal experiences I've had with God and the corporate experiences I've had with God, no one could ever tell me that he does not exist. And I hope that you spend enough time seeking his face that God allows you the opportunity to meet him and to find out in your personal life that God does exist and he actually lives and he lives to bless our lives and that he gave his son, his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So when I leave this earth and my work is finished on this side, I know I have a home on the other side in heaven with the father so when we gather together into one place there are things that happen in corporate prayer in corporate worship uh the third thing is fellowship fellowship building relationships outside of the church we need to have relationships outside of the church where people come together speak to each other formulate a community that helps them to uh exist and helps us to stay encouraged and helps us to combat the social evils that are around us every day. Also in church, it teaches us how to live a, a better Christian life. And it also should be confirmation of your personal study. So it gives you validation that you are actually hearing from God when you're studying during the course of the week. Because there's only one Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit speaks to us all. And finally, it gives you a sense of belonging to a much larger organization that is global in nature. The church is not one place on one corner on one block, but it is a total gathering of people from all over the world. It is the largest organization in the world where people confess that they love God. And uh, that's a tremendous, tremendous uh, place of impact for my life as I've traveled uh, throughout the world 
and met other believers who believe the same thing that I do, who've had similar experiences that I have. Our cultures may be different. The way we live may be different. But there's one thing we have in common, that we've received Jesus Christ into our life as our Lord and Savior, which is very different from the church because the receiving of Christ in your life demonstrates the personal relationship that we have. And then as a result of this personal relationship, we then go to church uh, to hear God and to continue to, uh, to aspire, to continue to grow, continue to develop, continue to practice our Christian faith. And uh, that's why we go to church. But what is the church? It is the sole embodiment of Jesus Christ in the earth. The church is an organized group of people that transform like an organism to meet the needs of its surrounding community. And my former church, where I pastored for 16 years in New Vision International Ministries in Bridgeport, Connecticut, uh, we used to, as a matter of fact, they still do, but we used to evangelize our community by cleaning up the, the degraded uh, parts of our community where there was trash and uh, a part of the community that was overlooked uh, by the city or just where people were not necessarily taking pride in, in their community. We would come through uh, not just our church, but groups of churches and the city would come together. And we would organize and synergize a, a group of people, college students, and literally clean city blocks, not 10 city blocks, not five city blocks, although we started small like that. But at the height of my tenure there, we were cleaning over 30 some, some odd city blocks. And so as we did this, it gave us an opportunity to demonstrate the love of God that God actually loved people. We would cut hedges for senior citizens. We would uh, pick up trash in yards and, and people would come outside and they would be so appreciative of what the church was doing. And we demonstrated that the church is not a building, but that the church lives outside of the building and lives just to help other people. And that's what uh, God has called the church to do, to help, to love, to aid, to abet, to assist people in growing in the things of God. So then the church is alive in me and the church is alive in you when we practice releasing the love of Jesus Christ in the earth. So Matthew 5, 16 says this, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. So people see God when they see us loving other people, when they see us loving the unlovable. Simply, <clears throat> people see God when they see us living a life that pleases him and that glorifies who he is in the earth. Listen, you've been listening to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. I'm your host today, Derek L. Calhoun. I hope I've cleared up some anxiety that you may have had about the understanding of what the church is and being a part of the church. Yes, there's some negative things in any organization in every part of the world, but then there are also good people and good organizations in the world. So don't lump them together. Take each church, one church at a time. 
Find the church that best suits you, suits you, and then become a part of that church and help to change and help to grow the society that is around us because people need the light that can only come through the love of Jesus Christ. God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Again, this is the Kingdom Influencing Podcast, and I am your host, Derek L. Calhoun, and I'll see you next week.